excited for this episode. Oh God, it's going to be freaking juicy. It is. It really is. Right. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Chatty Edit. Um, wow. Can we just say wow? <laughs> oh my gosh. So our last episode, How Breakups Make You, kind of blew up. It was crazy you guys loved it oh my god like honestly the feedback we got the responses on the polls we put up it was incredible and thank you so much for getting involved we had so many messages um and everyone said they really enjoyed the episode so that's why we kind of decided to create a part two which is going to be this episode that you're listening to today um we just felt like there was a lot more that we needed to say and a lot of people wanted us to do a part two and also to kind of like mention their stories and kind of talk about them I guess yeah basically like touch on everyone's experiences but we did find there were quite a few similar themes that we thought were really interesting to discuss um so basically we have brought to the table today's episode which is the one about breakups i'm so excited (laughs) and also just to quickly say two things number one once again we're hoping the audio is going to be fine but if it's not then we apologize and number two the structure of this episode may be a little bit different to what you're normally used to and what we normally do um but that's just because it's kind of going to be like, not really, but kind of like a Q&A kind of, but not really. <laughs> Q&A style, but also very gossipy. Yeah. And as always, if you'd like to get involved, um, my Instagram is at Louise Marguerite. And mine is at Sophia underscore Tranta XO. And of course, do use the hashtag the chatty edit. All right. Do you want to start with the poll results? <laughs> sure so because our last episode was very popular um we decided to ask on our instagram stories a couple of poll questions for everyone to engage in so that's why it's kind of important that you follow us on instagram just a (laughs) little bit of self-promo but we just wanted to read out the poll results and the questions that we asked because we felt like it was kind of necessary i asked on my instagram did you think the relationship ended before it actually ended and 81 people said yes and 20 people said no a lot of people knew it was over before it was actually over. Which I think is very interesting because it's weird. You know the relationship's pretty much done with, yet you still carry on. Um, I mean, like, when I in, when I told you these poll results earlier, I was part of the 20% of people that didn't know it was over before it was over. Whereas, yeah. like, my ex knew because he ghosted me, so... I mean, I was part of the, the group that definitely knew it was over before it was actually over with my ex. In a way, it's easier because you're just anticipating the breakup. But I can imagine it's awful if you were happy as Larry and the next minute you're dumped. Well, I can't like I I was kind of like maybe like maybe I was in the middle because I kind of knew it was going downhill. Like mm-hmm. I knew it was shit. I knew he was like all about his friends and I knew that it was coming to an end. So I was kind of like aware. But then in the same time, he like ghosted me before it was over. So then it kind of forced me to... Ha- to like end it gosh yeah so a bit of both yeah uh the next one was did you get closure from your last relationship um and the answer was 66 people said yes and 30 people said no 
the 30 people said they didn't get closure. Yeah. Wow. It's so interesting about closure because I think a lot of people do walk away from a relationship and not realising that they haven't got it. It's frustrating because if you don't get closure from that relationship, you have to find closure for yourself and you have to try and create some sort of closure. Otherwise, it's open. It's like an open book. If one person doesn't want to have the discussion or doesn't want to sit down and talk, the other person doesn't get the closure. So it's like mm. a one-sided thing. And I think that makes it harder. So I put, is it worse to be dumped or to be the dumper? Um, so 17 people voted it's worse to be the dumper. And 53 people voted it's worse to be dumped. Which okay. is quite interesting because quite a lot of people did say it's hard to be the dumper. Yeah. I guess if your partner has cheated on you and you're dumping them, then you don't really care to dump them. Do you know what I mean? But if you're being dumped from a partner you was like in love with, then obviously you're going to feel bad about that. But if you're dumping them for a good reason, then you don't care. Because we said this the other day, like it must be really hard if you just fall out of love with someone or you're you know the spark's not there anymore but they're besotted by you Mm. because you know it's gonna hurt them but at the same time you can't keep kidding yourself that this relationship's working and that I can imagine is really hard because you don't want to hurt them but at the same time you can't continue Mm. so the second one was were you ever ghosted towards the end of your relationship (laughs) 27 people said yes and 36 people said no that's quite close yeah but I'm I'm surprised that more people said no yeah me too actually I think ghosting's become such like it sounds bad what I'm about to say but more of like a popular thing now yeah so I'm shocked that more people said no I think it's easy as well isn't it let's be honest is it's a lot easier to avoid someone these days because of social media or like messaging you can just not pick up your phone or you know block them or whatever Mm. it's very brutal but it's very easy to ghost someone these days it's just mental it's actually mental insane so what we have done is we obviously asked a couple of open questions on our instagram stories as well which you guys oh my gosh you went crazy for and it was so interesting to see your responses and read through them and it was amazing that you were able to share these with us so honestly thank you so much um and what we've done is we've popped them into categories so that we can sort of generally talk about one theme and then another and then we have like a jumble sale at the end of just everything yeah like louise said we really appreciate everyone that sent us a message because you didn't have to do that like yeah we asked the question but you some people went into so much detail and i just want to say thank you for being like vulnerable and like trusting us with your stories but we had some really great answers so thank you okay ghosting This is scary, this topic of ghosting. This was very, very popular among our feedback. Like, Mm -hmm. crazily popular. Um, So, apparently, it's a common theme. It's very, yeah, it's very modern. (laughs) What people were saying was so... And the thing is, as well, with ghosting, um, like, I can relate to it. I feel like everyone's been ghosted. Yeah. Even if it's like from a guy you've been talking to for three weeks, a girl you've been chatting to on Tinder for like however long, 
people have been ghosted it's so relatable like everyone has um but it's one of the worst feelings ever but yeah I think what people were saying is obviously you don't get any explanation it's just like completely cut off like you don't really get any closure so you kind of have to once again find closure for yourself it's very powerful in the mind because if you are ignored or you're ghosted you like instantly think it's me what have I done and not necessarily is it you it could be the relationship itself it could be something that that person feels that they can't cope with anymore or something that they personally need to deal with whatever but you will automatically assume it's you that is so true I've had a couple of friends actually that like back in the day when they were talking to people they would call me up and be like oh my god so I've been talking to this guy um been talking to him about three months woke up the next day completely blocked me off of everything removed me off everything and I was just like what like I just don't understand how people can ghost people like do you not have a heart I just could never ever do that where's the common courtesy just to say I'm really sorry I don't think this is going to work or it's not working for me. Let's just call it a day. It's kind of a cowardly way of dealing with it. If you're able to get yourself in that situation to be chatting to someone on a on a relationship kind of level, then you are able to get yourself out of that if you don't want to be in it anymore. So one of the comments I got back was they basically took the hint that it was over because their partner just stopped talking to them. Their partner stopped talking to them. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. But it's so common. People in relationships just decide that rather than talk about the issues or talk about the relationship being over, just ignore them. I just can't get my head around that. I think it is so rude. Like, I will tell your mum and dad what you've done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet you any money, they would be absolutely ashamed of their children. (laughs) Also, what would you do if you saw that person in town or like, you know, in boots or something and you just look around they're there and you're like oh hi yeah how do you act about that situation like where do you like how do you even go about that are you friends are you still on like a relationship thing because it's never ended do you greet them with a firm handshake or a a hug (laughs) i definitely get from the other person's perspective why they do it because like we said if you're not sure how to end something or you don't want to hurt someone you just ignore them but in reality that's gonna hurt them even more yes it it will and uh, see the thing is is like you said you can see the other side I kind of can but I can't (laughs) really like if you're old enough to be texting someone on that sort of a level then you are old enough and mature enough to just end it and just say I don't want to be with you anymore yeah um but it's like just grow a pair you know (laughs) being ignored is brutal Mm. and especially if you're in a relationship with someone and then next thing they just ignore you or they delete you off everything or block you like what is that about um so with my ex it was like about two weeks when it was coming to the end I knew that it was over I kind of like knew it was just it hit rock it had hit rock bottom and I could see the end do you know what I mean um but then I remember on Valentine's Day um like four years ago Mm-hmm. Um, he took me off Facebook, deleted all photos of Facebook, took me out of his Instagram bio because you know back in the day that was the thing. Yeah, unfollows me for Instagram, literally everything. And I was like, "What? We're still together? I don't get it." Like, changed his Facebook cover photo, changed his profile picture, and I was like, "This is weird." So I was like, "That's it, I'm done." And then I yeah. ended it because I was like, "You are not having that over me- on me, honey. No way. See you later." 
basically deleted you out of his life and then you had to be the one to pick it up and say okay we're done then like he sort of handed you the baton and be like okay you deal with it because I don't want to deal with that I I actually like took it by the horns and was like see ya laters what about if you're left on red (laughs) it's not gonna end well you ain't sleeping tonight (laughs) if your partner leaves you on red to like something that needs replying to that's annoying but I guess like if they do it by accident it's different to them doing it all the time I've kind of got a bit of a rule with like for me personally if I open something I have to reply to it Mm. because I get really conscious that people are going to think I'm ignoring them especially if there's a question if there's a question in there I'm like okay I need to answer it but I think if it's your your boyfriend or your girlfriend I don't know there's almost like a different rule to it where it's like no you reply to that (laughs) it's it's almost as if like you've decided to be with me therefore you have to reply send an emoji reply and send an x finding out from someone else that your relationship is over that is so (laughs) brutal like I can't imagine what that would feel like to find out from someone that is over whether that be like their mum or dad their brother or sister like did that relationship not mean anything to you for you just to be like oh mum you can tell her I honestly cannot get over that I cannot even imagine how humiliating as well it would be to find out from someone else that your relationship doesn't matter how long you've been dating that person your relationship is finished but that person couldn't be asked to tell you that is not okay that is just that's on another level i'm starting to get a bit angry (laughs) (laughs) i'm raging i'm starting to get a bit annoyed because who can do that to someone the ways people have gone about it and how they've treated one another are vile. Mm. I'm sure, like, these people aren't, like, 10 years old. So take some responsibility. And, like, did your parents not raise you better to just have some respect? Like, what? I was going to say that's the main thing is there just seems such a lack of respect for your partner Mm. if you can tell someone else to tell them they're dumped. Louise also got someone that commented saying that, this may be wrong how I've said it, you may need to say it, about um, when someone leaves you, the hate you have for that person. Yeah, so I thought that was quite Mm. interesting. If someone decides that the relationship isn't working, decides to end it, the automatic hate that person gets for calling the shots... But it was quite interesting, actually, flipping that perspective and taking away the hate. Because in a way, they've kind of got the balls to be like, I'm not happy. This isn't working. Rather than ghost someone, mm-hmm. as we've just spoken about, or, you know, cheat or whatever. They've just ended it. Taking that hate away from that person who's made that decision and just respecting that that's how they feel. And that is the decision they've made. At least they've kind of had the guts to do it. It's like any any relationship isn't it you always go through a lot of emotions you do go through the hate emotion it's just natural but it is shit someone left me one of the most insane responses and I just have to share it so basically she was with someone for four years two of those years she lived with the person and he went home for a weekend she then found out from his his parents they were no longer together how do you think that that is okay have some respect for that person and for your relationship that you had together 
and just end it if you don't want to be with the person. Guys, come on. So another topic that we want to discuss, I think this one's going to be quite lengthy, is <laughs> the topic of manipulation. So I had a chat with some very lovely ladies over on Instagram and this topic was just mind-blowing. So someone said their partner was very smart and always knew what to say. Um, So they would always make them feel like they were in the wrong and would always kind of manipulate them into feeling bad for certain things. I don't know. What do you think about that? It's interesting because I think it's almost like you're using intelligence against your partner. Like, you know, it's patronising and you know it's quite an inferior position to have. So I think it's a really manipulating point of view to be able to talk down to someone and basically use that to your advantage. And it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for any person to, you know, make them feel dumb or make them feel um, like vulnerable. I just don't understand why you why you would want to manipulate someone that you love. If that's an, even a fault in your head, then why are you in a relationship? And also, why do you feel that you need to almost have that competing side to you within a relationship like what are you competing for one girl actually she said that he would make me feel kind of like dumb he would say that she was irrational and illogical for the way that she felt I think it's interesting as well because it's a way of someone being in control saying you know you're being irrational or making them feel like unintelligent I don't understand why that's a healthy environment for your relationship. Emotions, really interesting. Like, I think that's used quite a lot is when someone's saying, oh, you're being dramatic or you're being irrational, or, you're just being crazy. It's almost like, but that's how I express myself. And that's how I'm trying to communicate on that level with you. And this is, this is me. This is, you know, how I deal with my emotions. But, but to be told that's almost wrong yeah. is really not fair I just don't think it's fair to be like well you're not allowed to feel a certain type of way everyone has an opinion everyone has a voice everyone has a feeling that they're allowed to feel and then to be told that that is not right and that like you're not allowed to state how you feel I just think it's so wrong yeah and it's belittling someone yeah definitely the next time you have an argument or you're feeling emotional it's almost like well I can't express myself because then I'm getting told that I'm being dramatic or irrational and you sort of second guess yourself yeah I mean I had another girl and she kind of like told me her story I was shocked so basically yeah I had a girl that I was talking to over Instagram DMs and she kind of just told me like her story with her ex and how he was very manipulative and how when she was like a bit younger than what she's now he used her age to kind of manipulate her because she was so young she felt like she could trust him yeah he would do certain things um like communicating with her mum and saying like oh it's fine I'll bring her back home at like nine and her mum would be like okay and he would do so many like little things that was just awful and obviously she trusted him um, mm -hmm. because he was obviously older and stuff the fact that he would message her mum that's just a bit too like you want to be a parent rather than a partner mm. I mean I had quite a lot of people messaging with regards to like 
their partner being quite abusive Mm -hmm. which is obviously awful yeah some of the stuff that I was told about this particular partner that she had some of the stuff he did was absolutely awful and it's like the type of situation where you don't see it's wrong until you're out of that situation the thing is though manipulation is so easy when someone is so besotted they don't realize that actually that person is using manipulation against Mm -hmm. you because you think well I'm in love with them they love me that's that's perfect that's all I want in return is love and actually until you're out of it you think oh my god like what was I even thinking it's interesting as well like on the topic of manipulation how a partner can become the wedge between friendships and family members stopping you seeing certain people or not wanting you to see them because of jealousy or they just feel uncomfortable they don't like that person obviously at the time you want to be loyal to your partner and you're like okay that's fine I'll stop all ties with that person but in reality why should that person stop your friendship this is what I don't get is like you got with that person knowing what they come with they come with friends they come with exes they come with family you know what that person comes with so why are you getting with them and telling them remove all friends like all girls off Facebook or I want you to unfollow all lads off of Instagram why are you doing that you don't actually have a right to do that you know that they're going to come with that that's when trust comes into the picture you know they can be out with friends or they'll be out with guys or girls and it it won't mean anything because you're like well I trust that person that's fine obviously if something happens down the line then you have a reason to doubt that trust you can't stop friendships and you can't stop people seeing family members because you're not comfortable with it and I think if that does happen that is such a red flag that should not even be going through their heads if anything they should be thinking oh this is brilliant we can all mingle together they should want to make an effort to get on with your friends and all that I mean was your was your ex ever a bit iffy of you being friends with certain people there were a couple of people he wasn't 100% keen on um to be fair like things did happen like not like bad things but maybe like a couple of guy friends got a bit drunk and would message me a little bit inappropriately um and he wasn't happy about that to be fair he never like said I don't want you to see that person okay so we had another interesting point that I feel like we should raise which we both thought was quite Mm -hmm. interesting um so someone said Mm -hmm. they would feel sorry for the partner even when the partner was the one in the wrong that's interesting because that's almost like reverse psychology you've done wrong but you make the other person feel bad for it that is smart thinking i'm gonna use that one (laughs) (laughs) that is like that's almost like pre-planned isn't it you know what you're going to do it's like a worming away out of a situation though you know you're in the wrong you don't want to deal with it so you make them feel Mm. bad it's an easy way out i can imagine that 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 type of like relationship where your partner does something wrong and then makes you feel bad for him being or him or her being wrong shall I say I can imagine that is so toxic and I I'd say run for the hills a total narcissist and you want to avoid those narcissists like no tomorrow another point that someone raised I found was so interesting is lying to avoid arguments a girl that I dm'd on instagram um we actually got talking and we actually had quite kind of similar stories but she was saying how she found herself lying to her boyfriend to avoid arguments so for example if she walked into a shop and Mm -hmm. there was a guy customer or someone that served her that was like the opposite sex 
and she was talking to them for a little bit and she had like a little chat with them nothing like flirty or anything just like a normal chat and then so for example her partner was waiting in the car she got back in the car and her partner said like oh who was in there she would have to lie to say that she didn't interact with someone of the opposite sex otherwise they would kick off so she would literally lie and make up a story wow so basically her partner was extremely unsettled and untrusting I can uh, relate to that because I used to do that all the time um yeah which is bad to say but I did because it saves an argument and sometimes it's just like I just cannot be bothered but the fact you your partner's broken you down that much that you would lie because you don't you don't want to face you know another argument is insane but it shows that your partner has low self-esteem that you know he thinks oh my god if you talk to someone or she thinks if you you know you get served by a female um, waitress or something instantly that's flirting instantly they're hitting on you and to think that constantly it's not healthy and I think it's definitely one of those situations where it's like it's not you. It's literally not you. It's actually no. them because that is so unhealthy. Imagine making someone feel like they have to lie in order to like not have an argument. Right then, cheating. <laughs> the big elephant in the corner. Cheating. Where? <laughs> just a little big old thing over there like a little thing called cheating cheating is the worst and i think maybe i'll just speak for myself we all know someone in our life that has either been cheated on or has been cheating yeah it's actually so bad but everyone knows someone whether it be like a known thing or whether it be like so secret you're holding someone's secret they're cheating on their partner i do not understand why people cheat and I never will my idea has always been if you're not happy then leave and I know obviously there are certain circumstances where you can't just leave but there's ways you go about it and I don't think cheating is the answer it's bad cheating is bad that is probably like the worst way to end a relationship is like your partner's been cheating on you I've known people who have been cheated on like for years years and it's insane that someone has kept that going for years that they'll come back to the their girlfriend or boyfriend and act like nothing is happening but behind closed doors they are sleeping with someone else and I just cannot understand how your brain can just switch off like that I think the reason why cheating is so bad is because there's someone else involved there's someone else that makes you feel like why have you gone elsewhere when you've got me right here? And I think that is what is is so bad, is they have gone elsewhere um, and just been so disloyal. I think as well, like, I don't think people understand how much that will break someone down. The fact that you will always think, and even if you're in a new relationship, it will always be in the back of your mind. Why did that person cheat on me? And I think, like you said, if you get into a new relationship, if your previous partner has cheated on you, then you're then going to carry that on to the next one and you're going to be scared that your new partner is going to cheat on you. And it's almost like a vicious trust cycle because when the person who's been cheated on moves on to another uh, relationship, obviously they're going to be terrified that their new partner is going to cheat. But then that partner is going to be like, I, but I, I don't do that. That's not me. But it's always going to be there because you're like, well, I fell for it once and I didn't know anything of it. 
So how do I know it's not happening again? But yeah, there's a couple of people like quite close to home that I know that have been cheated on and to like see it, absolutely awful. Um, luckily, yeah. like, I mean, I don't think I've ever been cheated on, but for all I know, I probably have with my ex-boyfriend because he was an arsehole. <laughs> I think a lot of the time people cheat for the excitement and it's like, oh, but I might get caught, I might not. And it's totally wrong to use that as, you know, an exercise or whatever, a reason, because it's not. But I think a lot of people do it because you might get caught and that excites people, especially if they've been in a long-term relationship and it's just like, I need a spark or something. So I'll, I'll you know, find someone else, but I mm. might, you know, I'll go behind closed doors and no one will know it's, but it's like find the excitement elsewhere or yeah. in the relationship you're in, get with someone new, boom, there's your excitement. You've got a new relationship. I mean, imagine being the person that the person in the relationship treat, cheats with. So imagine coming into this, talking to this partner, thinking they're single or whatever. They're actually in a relationship, but you've just participated in them cheating. If you are seeing someone and you know they're in a relationship, then shame on you if you continue with that relationship. Red flags should be alarming there. You, you've got to think, well, if they're happy to cheat on their partner now, what's to say they're not going to cheat on you in the future if you end up getting together? If you don't know, I don't know if that's worse, you know, because you think you're seeing someone, it's going really well, turns out down the line they've got a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend and it's like, well, then you feel like an absolute idiot because you've been led on by this person and... They haven't even got the decency to end their current relationship that isn't working because they're cheating. God, it just affects so many people. And by that point, it's just like, just come clean and just be like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Would you not be frustrated that if you knew that person had a partner, why are they not ending that relationship? What is stopping them? Because for me, that would annoy me. Not that I'd be in that situation. But, you know, if you, you were happy to cheat with someone who is obviously cheating on their partner... Does it not frustrate you that that person isn't ending their relationship? It's like, well, what more can I give you? Yeah, and if you are, um, if you are a cheater and you're listening to this podcast, you need to stop. Shame on you. <laughs> Brings us on to the jibble jabble. The big old juicy jumble sale. Um, we didn't really know where to put these topics, but we wanted to include them just to try and cover as much as possible. So they're all very like sporadic and they kind of don't really add up. So yeah, it's pretty much just like a quick fire. <laughs> okay, so one of the points we got um, was my partner has 36,000 more priorities other than me. It's a lot of priorities. <laughs> that is, but... I can see that. I think in a relationship is so, especially when it's like a toxic one, that mm -hmm. is like one of the red flags is that you are not a priority. There's a little bit of confusion between like when you're in a relationship expecting to be top priority because that's not necessarily the case at all. Obviously, people have kids or, you know, like family or maybe their career is very time consuming. There's a lot of different priorities that do come quite high up and I think it's remembering that not always can you be the first priority but my god you need to be one of those top priorities because if you're not like Sophia said hi red flags how you doing when they start to put other things before you all of the time such as going out with friends that was quite a popular one yeah um then it is 
like a big no-no because you should be included in that. Yeah. And you you deserve to be a priority. So that is wrong. Someone's not prioritizing making time for you, then that's not okay. You have to prioritize your relationship. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And if that person isn't giving you any time, then it's a one-sided relationship. And my God, it's just going to crumble. Let's be honest. Um, Okay, so I got being messaged via text that it's over. Anything that isn't talking face-to-face is brutal. Mm. I mean, this is, I've just literally just thought about this now, but someone I know, but is like kind of like a friend of a friend. Obviously, we're currently in quarantine and her boyfriend ended it with her mm-hmm. over text um, because he literally said, I cannot be your boyfriend while in quarantine. So he literally <laughs> ended their relationship and was like, I'm done because I, because of what's gone on. Um, which I was like, that is insane what the heck did he lose his balls during quarantine or yeah. <laughs> i've gone missing <laughs> got a search warrant out for this <laughs> yeah a little poster that goes up searching for a pair of balls <laughs> you being with someone and then them turning around and being like i can't be with you because of quarantine i just cannot be like a partner to you right now i'm sorry i just think anything like that just the fact that you have to do it, yeah, like a text, is disgusting. For God's sake, owe these people some respect. I think in this particular occasion, it's like sugarcoating it, isn't it? That's obviously not the reason why they've ended it, but they're obviously just like, this is like an easy way out for them. So they've said, oh, I know, I'll go with, because we're in quarantine. <laughs> an excuse is like, oh my God, a pandemic. Yes, great. <laughs> I get to break yeah. up with them. Another point that I've got is always on the phone it's so hard because especially like if you work from like online it is so hard to not be online um but you definitely need to learn how to balance it otherwise Mm -hmm. it just will not work with your friends or family or relationships around you exactly I think as well, you end up being consumed by your phone and that's the danger of it. If you're in the company of your partner, always being on your phone and always having the attention on the screen, it is going to get frustrating because, Mm. you know, your attention should be with them in that room. And I mean, my ex and I were always on our phones. Like we used to sort of like mock each other about it. We're like, oh, you're always on your phone. But it, it gets to the point where it's like, okay, like you need to stop now because it is quite a toxic thing to always be glued to your screen like your phone or your laptop will end up coming in the way like a piece of technology is literally like breaking your relationship up and then also I think that people think well what are you doing on your phone that it's got it's consuming you so much what is it and then dun 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 trust bells start ringing and that my friend is danger zone danger zone (laughs) i was expecting to go danger zone danger zone (laughs) i think this is a good one if we've got the same note at the same point go on go land it on me not making an effort with your friends or family this is i feel like this is more common than what we think your partner not wanting to spend time with your family or with your friends but would rather spend it with their family and friends so you are always mm. over theirs or you know going out with their friends and it's very one-sided that my friend 
is not okay. That's defo red flags because the thing is you want your partner to be like involved in your world as so should they. They should want that also. So when it's not a thing, it's so hard. It's definitely a really frustrating place to be. If you're the the person in the relationship who is constantly spending time at their friends and families but never at your own, I think you've got it from one side your family and friends being like what's wrong with them why don't they want to hang out with us has he got a problem or she got a problem like it's so rude and then obviously your partner being like oh but I just want to be with these guys like I I don't feel comfortable for whatever reason they're not wanting to spend time with your friends and family you're Mm. kind of the middleman because you're like I'm just trying to keep the peace but he or she is making it really hard that's the thing if they don't get involved in like your friends or family then they're kind of like automatically not really going to like them because it's like, why? Yeah, exactly. And they're going to get a bit of a, you know, an attitude about it. Like, oh, Mm. well, fine. Don't let them come around then because obviously they don't want to spend time here. I had a, a girl ask me, what do you think about parents that don't like your partner? Do you think your relationship has a chance? Yeah, so imagine, like, it kind of ties in nicely with what we're talking about now. Mm -hmm. So, like, literally imagine if your partner doesn't want to spend time with your family, so then your parents don't like your partner, does your relationship have a chance or not? Because it's it's hard then, isn't it? Like, what would you do at events? I think it's one of those things, though, like, it depends why why they don't like that person if it's because they've just been avoiding them or you know they're not coming around or whatever then I don't think it's fair for the parents or the friends to have that hunch against your partner and being like I don't well we don't like them because I think that's a bit unfair on you but if it's because they've actually done something to either hurt you or to offend your parents or your friends then yeah that's fair enough and then that's the issue yeah I agree but it's interesting because I feel like your parents always have a very good scope Mm -hmm. of what the person that you're with is like they kind of like see the outside stuff don't they definitely so if your mum or your dad is like we don't like your girlfriend because she's really arrogant or we don't like your boyfriend because the way he talks to you he talks to you like absolute shit you've kind of got to like listen to what they're saying because you're so you might be so like into the relationship you don't see it so most of the time they're not lying yeah and it might be that you tell them maybe a little thing that happened and they're like that's not okay you might see it as a little thing but actually speaking to someone outside of that relationship actually that that is a pretty big deal and that's not okay if your partner has offended your friends or family but it is resolvable if it can be resolved get it resolved because it's it's just not worth it I think not being included in stuff with your partner is awful um I mean like you've said you've had it with like family members I've had it I've had it with my ex um, going out. He used to go out so much with his friends. Yeah. Um, And I would never, ever be invited. It was very much like, and this is what a lot of people said, actually, over Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, is that it's very like they're friends and they come as a package. They don't come as like a boyfriend, a single person, an individual. They come as a package, whether that be a group of girls or a group of boys. But it's like, if you go out for a meal with your partner, they have to bring that three people or something. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not just like an individual. It's like they have to have people with them. Um, so it's like you buy a multi-pack of walkers and you're dating salt and vinegar, but he's got to come with cheese and onion. Exactly. But it's so awful when like you don't get invited 
out and stuff like why not it's why also, not why it also makes it really hard for you to build that bond with their family or their friends because you're never invited along with it so it's like mm. how can I bond with these people if you're not inviting me to their events so sticking to like the random like jumble sale stuff we've got a couple more um I loved this one and I had to include it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a girl said, don't break yourself trying to fix someone else. That shit needs to be on a fridge magnet. Oh, mate, we need that shit posted out. I need that shit on my wall. And I think it is so important because like someone else actually messaged and said, if someone's not willing to change, then just leave it. Yeah. Because if you're like this girl who said breaking yourself to try and fix someone that clearly just doesn't want help, then it's just going to be like a vicious cycle. You may as well stop. And it's not saying that that person has to have a complete refurb of their, you know, personality. It's just saying if you get in a relationship with someone, you've got to bend a little bit. You know, something has to give. That's how a relationship works is because you mould it. You mould it with two personalities together and it creates this relationship. And if you're not willing to mould, it ain't going to work. <laughs> it ain't going to work. <laughs> Um, and I think it's so important also to just like think about your mental health. Yes, you're with someone and you come as like a pair, but in the same instance, you still need to take care of yourself and sometimes put yourself first and just think about like yourself for once. Definitely as well, touching on don't always rely on that person because you want <gasps> to keep your independence. Oh, wow. That mm. is so big. Oh, my God. I did not think of that. Yes. I've also seen it um, and I've also had it where your partner doesn't like necessarily you being so independent. And I think especially it falls on the, um, obviously I don't want to be stereotypical, but it often falls on the the man is like the dominant figure in a relationship and the woman will rely on him. It's very like 1950s, but I think that's always kind of stuck in the back of the mind that that's how a relationship should be. Hello, modern era doesn't work like that. And actually women are independent and men are independent and yes they might be in a relationship together but it's so important they keep that independence because let's face it the relationship goes tits up you need that independence to keep you going and it's so important it's so healthy to just you know go and do your own thing don't always be with your partner don't always do things together do your own thing every now and then you know what louise that is one thing that my mum has always taught me is mm-hmm. to be independent and to never ever in my case rely on a man yeah. and i have never i have never ever because even with like my relationship now with frankie like yeah he's doing his own stuff but i'm also doing my own thing and i will never depend on him because i want my own stuff and i want to be able to like support myself mm-hmm. even if like yeah he can support me and him together but like I just would never ever be able to just rely on my partner. You need to be your own person. You need to be your own individual person. You need, you know, to go down your different path with that person. Yes, but yeah, it's just so important. Just never ever depend on your partner. Crikey. So we kind of wanted to summarise on a positive because we love a bit of a positive ending but um this I think someone sent this to you didn't they because I don't think I got it yeah um someone sent in this response to one of Sophia's polls and we loved it so much we really wanted to include it just because it was such a nice little positive trait so there's always a bright side to a relationship what is your favorite part 
I love this. It's so cute. I just, we had to keep it in, didn't we? <laughs> so cute. What is your favourite part? Okay, so my favourite part to a relationship is probably just having that intimate bond with someone, like not necessarily on like a sexual level, but like just having that trust and that humour and just having that special someone to share all these experiences with. And obviously like friendships are great and amazing and obviously we love them, but just having that next level and being intimate with someone, I think is just such a lovely feeling. And feeling in love, oh my God, being in love or just feeling loved is incredible. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> yeah, mine's, mine is exactly the same. I think to have someone that is your lover, that sounds so cringy, I know, but to have someone that is your lover and your best friend in one is incredible. It's so good because you can do so much together. You can travel together, you know you can have sex together you can yeah i mean you can go bowling you can go out on a night out you can do anything you can work together if you want to go to the gym together the opportunities like endless and i think it's so amazing to be able to experience so many different things with one person that you're absolutely like head over heels in love with definitely definitely it's such Um, like it's such an amazing thing just having yeah a partner love is so powerful and I think that is why sometimes a lot of people do get hurt is because love is really powerful but when it's good it should be so Mm -hmm. good we would love to know what your favorite part of a relationship is like I think it's such a lovely thing to to know and also I just want to quickly add and say if you've been affected by anything we've spoken about or you're in maybe an abusive relationship or you feel like you need help with your relationship then please get some help there is so many helplines and hotlines out there and places that you can go to get advice so please do um obviously we can just give you our opinion and talk about things from our perspective and our experiences but if you are actually in trouble then please get some help definitely and the great thing is a lot of these helplines and everything are now anonymous so you don't even have to give like your name or anything you can just talk to someone but um I think that just about sums up this week's episode oh my god when does this go up Sunday Sunday. Sunday. yeah oh my god my birthday would have been yesterday happy birthday 23 23 how weird is that going to be that this is going to go up you're going to still be 22 but actually when it goes up you're going to be 23 how weird is that my god so for everyone listening my birthday was yesterday i had a great day (laughs) (laughs) thank you for tuning in to today's episode we've really enjoyed this little thing that we've had um like going on our instagram stories writing some questions doing some polls and just engaging with you guys a lot more we've really enjoyed yeah, that yeah like you guys have been absolutely amazing and just so much fun to talk to and it's it's been so nice having like just that engagement with you um so thank you so much for voting on the polls commenting on our questions talking to us in dm and sharing your stories like thank you so much for trusting us with them yeah we we had some really incredible people message us so thanks once again and we will see you in the next episode guys goodbye goodbye Bye.